and welcome to Keep a Guess, Keep for the Lost Cities podcast. I'm Connie. I'm Sam. I'm Shar. Okay, and this is, it took us three tries to get the beautiful intro you just heard. This is um, episode 60. Uh, we're going to be discussing chapters one through four, so uh, let's get started, I guess. We start out with Mr. Forkle's egg office. The egg office! <laughs> Yeah, it's most, you know, as as the first keeper chapters are, it's usually it's mostly recap. A good chunk of it's recap. Yeah, there's a lot of recap in keeper books. Like sometimes I'll be reading one, and it'll be like halfway through the book, and they'll still be introducing characters and like describing what they look like. I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone knows this. <laughs> okay, it's all of the like recap and stuff is annoying when I'm like rereading all the way through, and I'm like, I just read the last book. I know what. This is, but when I'm, like, reading a new book for the first time, it's actually really helpful, because I don't remember anything that's happened ever. Yeah. <laughs> Goldfish brain. I, do, uh, I, think, I think, like, the only big reaction I had to, like, pretty much anything in the fir- in this first chapter was I read the words, uh, Tam was taken, because, you know, it was recapping. I, uh, I read the words, Tam was taken, and I had to take a minute and not cry. Yeah, I totally, I'm going to be honest, I forgot that happened at the end of whatever the last book was called, Flashback. Flashback. Oh, I remembered. I forgot what bucket ha- that happened in the, my memory of <laughs> Flashback is foggy. I at least remembered that, and so I, I was prepared, I just can't handle Tam going through suffering, really. <laughs> I can't handle it, he's been through enough. Agreed. He deserves something nice. <laughs> Let the world be nice to Tam. He deserves it. Yes. Let the twins be happy. Let the twins have, like, something good happen to them. Yeah, legit. Like, I, I don't even know why I'm, like, so strong, like, this strongly attacked, uh, attached Attack. to <laughs> Tam. Like, I attacked. I'm not attacking don't Tam. Attack Never in my life. He's been through enough. He's been through enough. <laughs> The only thing I'm attacking him with are my hugs. If <laughs> I'm attacking, <laughs> he deserves him. Honestly, someone, someone needs to give him a hug. True. Someone needs to give him a hug. Actually, have we ever seen anyone hug Tam in the series? Because if have we? Lynn, maybe. Okay, I think Lynn. Anyone who's like not related to him. I mean, his parents have probably like never hugged him in their life. His parents never hugged him. Anyone who isn't his sister. I honestly don't think so. <laughs> I can't remember a single time Tam has been hugged. Wait, I think he's, like, participated in a few group hugs. Yeah, he's been in a group hug before. Yeah, I, I think the only one I can remember is, like, and then Tam and Lim went joined, like, all the way on the outside, and they're not even getting hugged. They're just, like, on the outside of the pile. Let let Tam and Lim be in the middle of a group hug. Yeah, and, uh, like, honestly, I, I imagine that he's, like, like, he kind of, like, pretends that he's not very much, like, a touchy person. Like, he will, like, he will give you the murder eyes if you try and give him a hug in public. But, like, that man is secretly the most touch-starved thing. He just need he, he, he's just... He's so touch-starved. He has touch-starved vibes. In, in private, he is, like, he takes the hugs. He, he needs them. <laughs> Adding on to that, Tyrion gives the best dad hugs in the in the world. Oh my god, he and does! Tyrion and Tam hugging, like if, even if it never happens in Canada, it happens in, in my imagination. A hundred percent, he's their dad now. Found family. 
found family, my beloved. Found family, top tier. <laughs> I should probably ke- I should probably keep the rest of my Tam rantings for when we like discuss like the next chapter with you know you know the the telepathic conversation stuff. You can ramble about Tam whenever you need to. Oh my God, you're that those those are the sweetest words I've ever heard. <laughs> I I just I like just like a short disclaimer to literally everyone during this book. If there is any point or any points because it is like I I it is very possible it could be multiple times if I just start to cry. Don't be, don't, don't be nervous. <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings about Tam. And I definitely cried, yeah, I definitely cried numerous times reading this book the first time around. And also when I would reread certain scenes, I, I would cry more. <laughs> Going back to the actual chapter, I thought it was kind of inter- interesting that Mr. Forkel had a secret office that, like, wasn't part of some greater black swan hideout or something, and it kind of made me wonder if... And it was literally just an egg? I I want an egg office. I was kind of made me wonder if other black swan members have, like, their own private secret offices, too, or if it's it's just Mr. Forkel, because he's the leader of the organization, so, like, what if Julie has, like, some Elsa-esque ice castle somewhere that is her secret office, just Julie as Elsa? I was about to say, Elsa who? (laughs) Yeah, I imagine that, like, everyone in, in, like, the collective would have their own office. Because it seems more like they're all leaders. At least to me. Forkle just has slightly more influence, I guess. <laughs> Maybe everyone else has their own egg elsewhere. <laughs> Every- you get an egg. You get an egg. Everybody gets an egg. <laughs> just Forkle giving everyone egg offices. <laughs> so should we move on to chapter two? Yeah, I I think the rest of it is just talking about, you know, matchmaking. Everyone everyone's favorite. Oh, there's some mentions of Tam. They talk about Tam for a while. I'm- oh oh oh! Win trying to get into the freaking Gorgodonic enclosure. Win. I love Luna and Win. I would die. I would. And the teleporting. I don't think that we learned it was teleporting till later, but like. True, but teleporting. But yeah, uh, Win iconic. I love Luna and Wynn, and I think we should get more content of it. Yes. He just wants to be friends with the Gorgodon. I know. Amazing plot twist, the Gorgodon is afraid of Wynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yes! It could, like, kill him in so many ways, but it's just, like, scary little baby horse. <laughs> okay, side note, I know I say this every time, but I love Grady and Adeline. I love them so much. Don't get me wrong, I love my parents, but can they adopt me? This is like one of my three things that I do on this podcast. Talk about how much I love, insert responsible adult here. There, there are some adults that I definitely don't love in Keeper Lost Cities. Talk about, <laughs> talk about adults that I want to adopt me. Uh, make random gay commentary and say as a treat. Let's be real. If you're a Keeper of the Lost Cities fan, chances are you want at least one of the adults in the series to adopt you, or at the very least mentor you somehow. Yeah, we don't make the rules. That's just what happens. I want Elwyn to hug me. Oh my god, I, I honestly, I know that you said T- that Tyrion gives really, really great hugs, but honestly, Elwyn hugs are probably, like, the best thing. I... Uh... Elwyn's so- Elwyn isn't even in this section, I don't think. I just wanted to talk about Elwyn for a minute. Honestly, he deserves it. It's what he deserves. He deserves all the praise. Shannon, if you're listening to this, 
Nothing bad had better happen to Elwyn or else. Or else I'm going to fight God. So I think, so it was just mostly matchmaking talk in chapter two, right? And then Sophie reaches out. Sophie talks to Tam telepathically towards the end. Yes. (laughs) Sam, do you want to talk about Tam for a while? (laughs) That is a question that I should never be asked because you're unleashing a beast. I'm almost tempted to wear my one of my one of my Tam masks because I have the Team Tam face mask and the Happy Shadow Thoughts face mask. Because my parents know me very well, those are my Christmas gifts. But uh, I'm too lazy to go up and get it, even though it's like two feet away. So uh, essentially, I couldn't get through reading this without having to lay face down in my bed for a minute. You know, I'm not al- not only am I probably gonna start ranting about Tam, but like. This this was a... Everyone knows at this point my thing with Cam. Everyone knows that that is just... that that's, that's pretty much half of my personality. And so I'm just here, like, he really decided to uh, risk his own, his own life and safety here just to warn... Uh, just to warn... Just for the possibility of Keith to be safe. And I, I'm not, I'm not saying that... The, I'm, I'm not saying that, uh... That that's gay, but that's gay. <laughs> but yeah, also I, I love Tam. This is going to be all over the place. I love Tam's casual sass just during this. Just these are rocks, Sophie. There's nothing special about them. Yeah, I love him. I love him. Just I just love him a lot. Um, and like every time that I remember that like he's like probably definitely like extremely terrified right now i i want to cry i i am not as emotionally attached to tam as you are but i am somewhat emotionally attached yeah he just doesn't deserve any of this he don't he doesn't deserve any of this he's just he's just he's protecting his friends he's protecting his sister he's protecting his (coughs) boyfriend (coughs) um i don't know how to word it correctly but like my comfort character Moving on, because I don't want to take up the entire podcast. You guys can say your thing. I will most. I will mostly shut my mouth, and you guys can say whatever you want about this chapter, and then we can move on. I thought that the method Sophie used to Sophie and Tam used to talk to each other was must be really cool. Like with how Tam could like use shadows to hide the conversation to hide his memories. Just like dang, he's powerful. Yeah, right. I didn't know that was like a thing. My boy is so powerful. What a strong boy. <laughs> this is this is just welcome to Kiefer Cast, the Sam talking about Tam podcast. The Sam simping for Tam. <laughs> Sam sips for Tam. It's a wonderful rhyme with some alliteration thrown in there. I'm not I'm not saying this in a judgmental way. I I'm aware. I have so many times where I'm just like in a fandom and everyone just associates me with like everyone I know in that fandom just associates me with one character. I'm I'm boring with Keith for the Lost Cities because my favorite character is Keith, but I'm pretty oh, sure Oh who cares? Keith is wonderful. He is a ray of sunshine. I adore that boy. Yeah and I'm literally so happy because uh did y'all hear I don't know if I talked about this on any other episode. I don't know if it was announced at that point. Uh did y'all hear about um in one of uh, in, on one of Shannon's uh, like online tour things, uh, she mentioned 
that uh, she's like, yeah, I th- like she mentioned that she thinks Keith has like ADD. Did y'all hear about that? Yeah, I did oh, yeah. hear about that. Cried when I heard that because I have a like she like uh, ac- I, according to the posts that I read, she specifically said ADD, and even though that's like an outdated term, whatever you know, we know what she meant. That's like that's the kind that I have. That's the inattentive type. That's the type that I have, and so I'm like I'm represented, and it's with a care. It's with a character I love for a thing that I love immensely, and it's like not being represented as a joke. Because that's pretty much a lot of just what ADHD tends to be seen as. Just, oh, squirrel! Uh, no, that's not what it is. Um, and I've, I've literally... Like, I had canon literally everyone in the game. I have, I have ADHD had cans for the whole gang. But, like, I, Keith is the one where I'm looking at. I'm like, there is no way that that boy is neurotypical. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in like the middle of getting tested for ADHD. It's a whole thing and it's stressful. But if it turns out I do have it, then all the more reasons to project onto Keith, I guess. But yeah, literally I was so happy to like hear that that I just straight up started crying and I was uh, and and my baby sister was around. She just walks up to me, she's like, she's like, Sammy okay? Sammy okay? And I'm like, Sammy's okay. Speaking of uh, I was, like, I ran, I, I started running to the stairs so I could get up here in time, uh, to record, and, like, she ran, uh, she got up from the dinner table and ran to follow me, and she was really sad that I had, to, that I went and put her back at the table, so I, I promised her that I would tell everyone that my, sib- that my small sibling says hello to the podcast. Tell her he- hello back. Hi, Sam, small sibling. Hi, Sam, small sibling. That's really hard to say. <laughs> Alliteration win. I have something kind of similar with my projecting onto Orly. Like, I have this very long rant written out about how, about how she has all, a bunch of signs for having anxiety, and it just, it fits, and I'm pretty, I'm a pretty anxious person, so I will continue with that projected until I die, or possibly from beyond the grave. Anyways, we can all project on Keeper of the Lost Character- Keeper of the Lost Characters. Keeper of the Lost City's Characters. A little bit. Keeper of the Lost City's Characters. As a treat. (laughs) Projecting, my beloved. Projecting, my beloved. Like, just goes up to random character. What if you had, like- my entire personality and all of my trauma and also were like the same sexuality and gender as me stop attacking me <laughs> oh yeah we were talking about a book not yeah just we got projecting on yeah. characters ah same difference uh yeah what are, what are fictional characters for if not projecting also she they viana sorry just she they viana yes also, she they Livy. She they Livy. She they Livy. Yes. Everyone, everyone gets to be she they or he they. I'm. I'm. I don't make the rules. Speaking of which, he they Elwin. <gasps> he they Elwin. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that. I love that a lot, and I'm making that my official headcanon now. <laughs> I just want to declare that Flory is a sweetheart, and I love her. Flory, I love Flory. Flory is she they. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that! She they Flory. She they Kala. Honestly, I like that. I really like that for her, though. 
Oh, also, I know I've said this before, but Kala's flowers are blue, pink, and purple, so, like, by rights. Oh my god, Kala is the she they play. I'm, I'm projecting onto Kala now. <laughs> Kala's the ultimate she they buy. Everyone bow down. <laughs> Why do gnomes have gender, though? Why would gnomes even need gender? For fun. <laughs> For shenanigans. I think gnomes in general are just very gender. Bro, your 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 gnome friend is gender is gency as hell. <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> so yeah, Flory, a sweetheart. I love her. Uh, I want her to be my friend. I, I like that the echoes are basically like, I, like, you know, like, it is trauma, but you know what I mean by, like, you know, trauma, trauma. It's, like, hers are, like, like her, Sophie's echo stuff is, like, panic attacky stuff. It just reminds me a lot of panic attacks. For a second, I thought you were saying panics, like, panics, like the trees, because we were talking about Kala. I was so confused. <laughs> um, but, yeah... They're like they're remin- they're pretty reminiscent of panic attacks for me. And every time something like something happens that makes her echoes flare up like that, I'm like, girl, same. Sophie's escape. <laughs> Sophie just pretending to be faint so that she could just gracefully dodge Sandor. I if I could draw, if I could draw, if I was an artist, I would draw that. So I I would draw that because I I remember reading that and it made me laugh. So much. Yeah. Yoink! (laughs) I would like to announce that Lord Cassius sucks. Oh my god, I hate him. Like, sometimes I forget how much I hate him, because, like, you know, we go a while without seeing him, usually. And so, like, I forget just how far my hatred stretches, and then he comes... Like, onto the- I don't want to say on screen, because this isn't a screen, but I'm just going to say on screen, because that's as close as I can get. That's going to be a problem when there's, like, a movie. It's oh, that, like, no. I'm going to have to watch Lord Cassius, and, like, I'm, he's going to be on the screen, and I'm not allowed to, like, I presume my- no one in my family has actually set down rules around this, but I presume I'm not allowed to just straight up- punch right through the tv screen which is going to be difficult if i mean i'm sure the actor whoever they cast will be a perfectly nice person but but i'm never gonna look at that one at that person the same again yeah what if they cast an actor who's like played someone i really like and then they cast them as lord cassius and i'm just like i will never be able to like whoever they played it's been poisoned (laughs) but yeah i i so i just i forget how much i hate him and then he comes. And then he comes on sc- on screen quotation marks. Um, and then I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I want to throw you out of a window. Honestly, Lord Cassius does not deserve his page time, and, and I propose that we take it and we dis- distribute it to any favorite characters, including but but not limited to Elwyn, Livy, Tam, and Lynn. Yes. Should I just write a- should I write a fanfiction replacing all of Cassius's scenes with them? <laughs> yeah. No, this is- no more Lord Cassius. Society has passed- passed the need for Lord Cassius. Cassius is not a heathay. <laughs> He's like the anti-heathay. <laughs> um, I- I just like unproject on him. If- if he has any of my- like, he is not allowed to have any of my personal- 
If he has any of my traits, no, he doesn't. <laughs> He's not allowed to have any of my personality. I'm, I'm, I'm saving my personality for Alwyn. <laughs> so yeah, hate him. Uh, love that Keith slammed a door into his face, like literally into his face, and knocked him over. It's what it's what they deserve. That was so cathartic to read. Was, yeah, that's. I should I should replace all of my therapy with just that. <laughs> He fostered this, so if it's that, the real ship is Lord Cassius and getting hit in the face with the door. <laughs> I mean, I've got something. I bet that... So he was wearing, like, fuzzy pajama pants with little gold ones on them, and I bet that they were an Elwyn gift at some point. <gasps> I love that! Dadwin! I need a moment! I need a moment! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Keith. Getting the news that, uh... Feelings. I have feelings about that. So many feelings. We moving on to chapter four? They talked about the search for Sophie's biological parents. There's a lot of that in this book, isn't there? I also found it, like, kind of interesting how Sophie was just so sure in the... So, I mean, I've said this before, Connie's audio collab, but I might, I might as well say it again. It was... So she was really sure in, like, the earlier stages of legacy that her biological parents were really horrible people who hadn't done anything to help her who she hated. And then all of a sudden, like, this strategic head a little bit. She finds out that it's Orly in, like, chapter 42, who she actually, like, liked up until that point. Yeah, that that's really interesting. And, like, honestly, I think that that... that that shaped how she reacted to it because if she had been expecting her biological parents to be someone who had like been helping her even if covertly throughout the, the series she probably would have like been less worked up about it but she suspected that they were just like random elves who were bad people who didn't care about her and then she got orally so her brain twisted orally into this person who didn't care about her and it, because she was just so upset about it because she prepared herself for her biological parents to hate her and so that was what she was trying to make herself believe uh sorry if sorry if that made no sense by the way no, it makes no, that sense. Make it's just sense. that my just brain no blanks something. Yeah, legit. Yeah, no. <laughs> like it's like it like it is like a legitimately interesting thing. Like she's probably like kept that mold like in her head, like just that idea in her that, that at that point. Like anyway, I, I think anyway, especially someone who like she knew because you know she felt lied to. So I don't think that that helped. She was like this. Yeah, she could have told. Cause it's like because it's like she knew me and she could have told me at any time. I think my current biggest hypothesis for Sophie's biological father is Elwin. Same. But then I also really don't want it to be Elwin because if she reacts to Elwin the same way she reacted to Orly, that would make me really sad because, like, Elwin. I'm going to be so hurt. Like, I, it, I, 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 really, I really like the idea of just him being the bio dad. He, he cares so much about her, like, instantly. Like, and read, like, in Unlocked, reading the like the the journal thing like the her medical logs was an amazing experience i was like wow he's even more of a dad than i thought <laughs> he also referred to her as like my little girl is growing up like that is clear biological like just i know jeez i am just like i don't know if that's like supposed to like make us i don't know if that's supposed to make us theorize so that we're shocked by the actual answer but i'm just saying if it's not then beep 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 that is the 
bio dad detector, I guess, going off. But yeah, legit, I would love that. Not for, not not for her to be mad at him, but like. I mean, let's be honest. She's probably going to be mad at him if it actually is him. I don't want her to be mad at Ellen. I Maybe by the time it's revealed, if it is him, maybe by the time it's revealed, she'll, like, have come to, like, understand stuff, you know, you know, understand more why she could be, why she couldn't be told or why it might have been hard for them to tell her. I mean, but, like, the thing is that I doubt Shannon's going to pull the counselor as a biological parent trick twice, and at least with... Or like at, at least with Orly, she had a, a, a like Orly had a, a good reason for not telling her because she could help Sophie the best on the council and if she told she'd get kicked off. But like with Elwyn or Kiergan or Geffen, like some of my other theories. Well, like I mean, Geffen is like a villain, but if, if it's Elwyn or Kiergan, there was pretty much no reason for them to not tell Sophie from the start. So I have a feeling that like, that she's she's only going to be more angry if it is one of them because like. At least Orly had a reason, even if it wasn't a very good one. They'd have none. Yeah, that that is true. It would still be nice, though. <laughs> if he, even if he's not, even if he's not her biological father, like he is, he is the he is one of the emotional father. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of all the thoughts that I have on this section. I'm not going to actually, like, I, I know I've given my Tumblr up before. I'm not going to give it up right now just because I'm going to be changing the URL soon. I just don't know what to change it to yet. I just know I want to change it. Cool. <laughs> you can find Sam at, uh, you can find Sam at Redacted. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find us at KeeperCast on Tumblr or the KeeperCast on Instagram. You can find me at Clawney underscore Clue on Instagram and Sewer 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 Couch on Tumblr. Um, you can find me on Instagram where I don't post anything like ever. Um, at Electric Spins on Instagram. There is, it, but there, there's a Z at the end and not an S. I just feel like that should be clarified. Um, and. You can find me at StellarLoon123 on the Keeper of Velocities wiki or the Dark Chocolate Lord on Archive of Our Own where I write a crazy amount of friendship fanfic because I'm trying to fill the canon-compliant humor Keeper of Velocities tag all by myself. That is such a good aspiration. Yeah, I, that, that and uh, that's actually the social media thing that I was thinking of that I forgot. <laughs> uh, my... Yeah, my AO3 um, is the same as uh, as my Instagram. This has been KeeperCast. See you in two weeks? I think two weeks. Bye.